This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. Today, I welcome Brad Hansen to Author's Corner, and he has written the book, Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance, Experiencing Real Joy in the World Gone Mad, which is published by W Publishing Group, an imprint of Thomas Nelson, and he'll tell you about how to get the book at the end of the program. So let me tell you a little bit about Brandt. He's got quite the biography, so I'm not going to be giving you all the details. But he is a best-selling author, syndicated radio host, and advocate for healing children with correctable disabilities through CURE, International Children's Hospitals. His award-winning radio show, The Brandt Hansen Show, airs on top stations in the U.S. and Canada. And he also has a podcast, The Brandt and Sherry Oddcast. Brandt writes about varied topics related to faith, including masculinity in his book, The Men We Need, and forgiveness in another book called Unoffendable. So, Brandt, thank you so very much for being with us today. It was an honor to talk to you, Roberta. Thanks for having me. Well, I love the title of your book because, um, you know, people say life is so hard, but, you know, but God is good. And so let's enjoy that, right? Yeah, and... The thing is, since I since I do radio too, I deal with a lot of believers, mm-hmm. and the uh, thing is, a lot of people don't think they're supposed to be joyful, Ugh. like because of the news. Like there's just yeah. constant turmoil, and we understand that. And it, there's important news stories. I'm not diminishing how important stuff is. There's there's things that need to be done and addressed, and and justices that need to be set mm-hmm. right. You know, like but. That was the case in Jesus' day. When he was telling people, you don't need to worry, you can be like the lilies of the field or the birds of the air, mm-hmm. he wasn't being unrealistic. Like, we can actually live a life that's not beset with worry. It is possible and doable, and it's the right thing to do. Even mm-hmm. it's like, But it's funny, because I'll run into people, when I'll, I'll read those very scriptures on the air, and people are like, well, that sounds good, but realistically, I mean, we need to be worked up and worried about this. And I'm like, no, no, actually, here's the thing about joy. It's not... It's not a happy, slappy emotion. It's a deep sense of well-being regardless mm-hmm. of circumstances. And we can have that if you actually trust God. You actually trust His right. character. You actually put your attention on the right things, not just mm-hmm. constant news. Mm-hmm. You actually commit some scripture into your head and you capture thoughts that are anxious or stupid and bring them under, bring them back to the truth. Amen. And be grateful, like mm-hmm. practice gratitude. There's things that will change you over time, and you become a less anxious person. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot more fun to live this way. Like, you become more childlike in your faith. There's a simplicity to it. And instead of being worked up all the time, you can actually be somebody who's not anxious. Yeah. And somebody somebody who's not anxious in this culture is very attractive. Amen. Like, everybody else is freaking out. So to have a people that aren't angry mm-hmm. and anxious, who actually know their house is built on a rock. Like, that's a strong hand to play from. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm doing in the book. I try to be funny and stuff, too, but mm-hmm. that's always in the eye of the beholder. But <laughs> that's what it's about, like how we can actually do this and should do this. Right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, you know, one of the my pet peeves is looking at um, the photos that uh, are on the front of 
um, music albums, CDs, and all that kind of stuff. And the artists are like staring you down, trying to win a stare contest or something like that. There's no joy on their face. It's like, why would I want to listen to music by somebody that doesn't seem to have any joy? <laughs> yeah, like there should be a lightheartedness that goes with us. I think, and it's because I, I liken it to this. Like, if you've got a favorite sports team, let's say it's Kansas Jayhawks or Missouri or wh- whoever. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's say that one of those two. Tigers. You, you, you better say that since we're in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I didn't know if you had anybody across the state line. So all right. Yeah. Let's go with. For me, I'm gonna say it was Cardinals fans. So I can at least say that. I watched the 2011 World Series Game Six. The Cardinals are behind. Like, at the time that game was being played, I was a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the umps calls. I didn't like what was going on. We fell behind. You know, all this. I, t- I just love the Cardinals. It's just my background, being from that area. Well, I've watched it a million times on YouTube ever since then. Ah. When David Freeze hits the walk-off home run and all that. So, when I watch it on YouTube, I'm not worked up. Mm-hmm. I'm not anxious. I'm not angry at the umps. Why? Because I know how it ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes all the difference in the world. If you know how it ends, same thing with like a movie. If you know how it ends and it ends well, like there's there's something really deeply uh, helpful about that mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. And we're promised. Jesus Himself is telling us, "Look, you can look around, and you, in this life, you will have troubles, right. but be of good cheer, mm-hmm. because I've overcome the world." And He knows how this all ends. And he's telling us, you know what? If you're with me, you're safe. Yeah. yeah. Do we actually believe that or not? Like, if we actually trust that, then, mm-hmm. well, that's, that's a different way of going through life, isn't it? Like, that's, that's yeah. a totally comfortable, secure place where you can be more lighthearted and you can laugh more and you can be more present and you're not going to be worked up all the time. Like, this is just a matter of reminding yourself and having these things you can put your attention on mm-hmm. that, that change you to become a different sort of person. Yeah, as I opened your book and reading on page five, and um, you're talking about uh, people being on a boat and yeah, the fact that the boat was going down and there was one guy that was very calm, not anxious at all. Right. And why is yeah. that, Brant? Why was he so calm? Because <laughs> he knew. Because God told it. So that, so this story is in Acts. I wasn't even that aware of it until I was actually writing this book and I noticed it. It's at the end of Acts, but. Paul's on a boat. It says with 276 people, or 275 other people, right? Yeah. They even give the number. So it's it's going down. The storm is there. They're going to crash. Everybody knows it. We are going to die. So even the pilot, the captains, like all the ship people, the salty sailors, they're all like, this is over. We're done. They're all freaking out. Paul has been told by an angel, by God, through an angel, that everybody's going to be okay. That ship will wreck, but everybody's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. So he's not freaking out. So I bring that up because in our culture, mm-hmm. if you're not freaking out, people think you're crazy. Right. If you're not absolutely agitated and worried, people think, what's the matter with you? Well, I'm sure they were thinking that of Paul. He looks like the crazy one. He's the one guy on the ship. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we're going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. But he looks crazy. But in truth, he knew more. He didn't know less. He's not ignorant of the news. He's not ignorant of what's happening. He's not. He, he knows more. Mm-hmm. And that more is actually the thing that makes you less worried, Amen. makes you less anxious. Not It's not ignorance. It's actually knowing more. Right. 
Well, right now I'm talking with Brant Hansen about his book, Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance, published by W Publishing Group, an imprint of Thomas Nelson. And you're listening to Author's Corner, and I'm Roberta Foster. So I'm going to read um, right from your book on page 122. It says, people will tell you that the key to ridding yourself of anxiety is to clear your mind. I find the opposite is true. So tell us more about your statement. Yeah, so that's kind of an idea in meditation is that you just try to clear your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because you could read, you know, in secular publications. I, I saw one recently that said it actually doesn't work Yay. when it comes to anxiety mm-hmm. because those anxieties will fill that space. Mm-hmm. And I think it's genius of Jesus because he doesn't tell us to clear our mind. He tells us to consider the truth, consider the lilies, consider, so actually actively think about certain things. Think about the birds of the air. Think about this. When Paul's writing in the New Testament, he says, put your mind on these things. Think about these things. Whatever is noble and pure and lovely and admirable and excellent right. and praiseworthy, that whole list. He's not saying empty your mind. Mm-hmm. So what happens is you can speak to your, If you're feeling anxious, okay, you're human. But you can speak to that. You can talk to yourself. David does this in Psalms. Jeremiah does it in Lamentations. David says, why are you so downcast, O my soul? Mm. Put your trust in God. He's talking to himself. Mm-hmm. And he's reminding himself of the truth. Jeremiah does it, too. He can see the news. The entire country is being destroyed around him. He knows it. And he talks about it. It's, he's lamenting it in Lamentations. But then he stops and he says something. He says, yet I call this to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love for us, we are not consumed. His faithfulness endures forever. His mercies are new every morning. So he calls something to mind deliberately in light of the news. Like, I could be crushed, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because of the Lord's great love for us and his mercy is new every morning. His faithfulness endures forever. Like, so he's talking to himself and, and calling. To, we can do that. You call the truth back to mind when, you're, when your mind goes down this track. You don't let your emotions dictate reality to you. Mm-hmm. You can actually speak to that. And it's a very healthy way to live, and it's the way that Jesus is telling us to live. Mm. Well, in your book, you talk about something that's really kind of sad, and that's this whole movement to deconstruct faith. So uh, what do you say to people who are doing that or maybe even walking away from their faith mm-hmm. completely? Well, I, I understand asking questions and being skeptical. Yes. I've been through so much religious hypocrisy, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, it, it would blow your mind. And up close trauma. That said, I'm not leaving because of Jesus. Right. He's the only one who has words of life. His kingdom is what everybody's actually looking for. I'm convinced of it. It's beautiful. I've seen it in action. You mentioned these hospitals I get to travel to mm-hmm. cure. It's they're all about the kingdom and they're all about healing kids and letting them know that they're loved by God and letting them know the gospel. So I get to see that. But what I'm struck by when people deconstruct, a lot of times they'll write a manifesto, like, I've, I've lost my faith, here's mm. why, on Instagram or whatever, they're former Christian celebrities or something. And I've noticed something about those manifestos they write. They don't mention Jesus. I find that really interesting. I'm like, why were you in this in the first place? Because oh, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be in it. Mm-hmm. I'd leave it, too. I'm not in this for the T-shirts. I'm not in this for the bumper stickers or even the music or the movies or what. Like, I'm in this for him. So... I don't want to walk away from that. And I try to make that point with people that as they're, as they're analyzing their faith, like, mm-hmm. well, what, what are you really in this for? 
And maybe you haven't learned enough about the kingdom of God, because I think when you get a taste of it, it's like the pearl in the field. You'll sell, you'll sell everything for it. You realize that that's the thing. So if you're walking away from it, I think maybe you didn't understand just how profound that is. Mm-hmm. Well, we as Americans have things way too easy. And, you know, you are going to these children's hospitals and, and ministering to those that are living through something that's not easy. And and yet, in the midst of things not easy, we, because of Jesus, can have that peace and joy that passes all understanding. Yeah. I love that verse because it is so yeah. true. It is true. And that happens when we are grateful. Mm-hmm. When we substitute, we can tell God what we need, and then we're supposed to be grateful. Well, gratitude and anxiety are very difficult to have at the same time. <laughs> Amen. Right? So yeah, that's why we're instruct, instructed to be grateful. We tell God what we need. We I call it outsourcing our worries. Like, give him our worries. Mm. Let him handle it. And then we are thankful, and then we have a peace, the likes of which we, you know, goes beyond experience, mm-hmm. that will guard our hearts. Yes. So this, again, is doable, but it's a practice. You, it have, is. To, you have to actually do that. Yeah. Now, the thing about visiting these hospitals is so wonderful. Like, yes, these people are in pain. Yes, there's a lot of sadness there, but they're, they're being healed. And literally at the hospital in Niger on Thursday afternoons, we had a dance party. <laughs> it's, it's kids at various levels of healing of disabilities. So some are in wheelchairs, some yeah. you just have to hold, but you, some are in, with canes, but we're all dancing. Love it, and the, they crank they crank the music, and that the the connection between healing and the kingdom of God, and people dancing who were once unable to walk. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's that's a that's a uh, I call it an advanced trailer of heaven. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Well, right now I'm talking with Brant Hansen about his book. It's called Life Is Hard, God Is Good. Let's dance with the subtitle. Experiencing real joy in a world gone mad, and uh, Brant, tell our listeners how they can find out more about this book. Sure, you can just find it on Amazon and all the usual places. Life is hard, God is good. Let's dance. Or if you want to hunt me down online or whatever, it's just BrantHanson dot com, and it's B R A N T Brant, and then Hanson is H A N S E N dot com. But I hope you love the book. Well, I can see that there's a lot of enjoyment in reading it, and so um, we appreciate you spending your time with us on Author's Corner today. Thank you. Honored to talk to you. So one more time, the book is Life is Hard, God is Good, Let's Dance, written by Brant Hansen, and we thank W Publishing Group for giving us a copy of the book. And as mentioned, a pleasure talking with Brant. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And as a reminder, if you missed any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can do that by finding your favorite podcast platform and searching for the program. This is Roberta Foster on The Author's Corner. Join me again next time. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. 
We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 